Right, so long-haul flights these days just seem to be getting longer and longer and longer, which is fantastic for some if you want to get, if you don't want to do a lot of uh, stopping and starting when it comes to your travel. But of course, you kind of need to entertain yourself. Uh, And here to help, if you happen to be heading off on one of these long-haul flights, is Megan Singleton. How are you, Megan? Very well, thank you. Now, I believe that you have put up at your travel website, bloggeratlarge.com, some tips for surviving long-haul flights. You've got a few lined up yourself, haven't you? Well, I'm working at the moment on um, flying the New York flight from Auckland direct. And then later in the year for my um, Italy tour, we're going to go with Emirates and go Auckland-Dubai. So these are about 17-hour flights. And I'll be an economy, I'm just going to say right now. And um, it was actually interesting with Air New Zealand releasing their new stretch, economy stretch seat this week. And I thought I might just start off by giving some people a few tips to maybe work around. Because usually if you were gold or Koru or gold elite or whatever, you would probably be able to secure yourself a seat in that um, bulkhead area, um, along with the bassinet bearing couples. It's always fraught with potential screaming babies but anyway if you don't get a baby there's more leg room there. So those are going to be part of this new stretch seats. So my next tip um, is because I'm only 5'2 in a bit so I don't really need the extra length but I'd like to lie down. So um, I book right down the back because they fill up that section last and you can often find like a free row or something depending on where you're going and you can if you spy that the minute the seatbelt sign goes off you leap out of your seat and you go and get on that free Megan, row and you seatbelt yourself you were, in. you're mm. going to cause chaos no this is what everyone does <laughs> and I'm just telling your listeners this is what everyone does so you get there first and the second tip I've got is book yourself, if you're going with a friend partner, book yourself the window in the aisle, leave the middle free. Now, work around, especially if you're doing it yourself on Air New Zealand, you're going to have to book two separate tickets, one for him, one for you, and then you're going to make sure. Otherwise, they won't let you book space. Sometimes you can ring up and Air New Zealand will let you do that over the phone, and they have helped me over the phone. Then, if someone does get in the middle seat, you can either offer them your window or your aisle, or they can just stay in the middle and you can both have a window and aisle. So anyway, that's not what my blog post is about, but I just thought, given that you now have to pay for these new stretch seats, that's um, a little workaround that I tend to do. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But anyway, people can read them, read what I've got um, to suggest on the blog, but I've basically broken it down into 17 hours and one hour segments, and what I plan to do for each hour of that of the 17 hours, and that includes sleeping for some, eating some, going through your photo, your photos on your phone and culling all the duplicates. I mean, I've got things to do that will, that will while away the hours, put it that way. <laughs> I mean, there's the obvious things, isn't there? They, they provide entertainment. You can take in, you can take entertainment as well. I really like the idea of listening to podcasts or audio books because you can yes. kind of it helps you doze a little bit as you can well. It's, it's and you know you can get a free trial um, doing audio books if you don't already have a paid account. You can get a thirty day free trial some of these um, audio programs and that might tide you over for a trip so download a bunch of audio books and just yeah have somebody read you a story what I, what, um, I, what I found really interesting about your list was the first thing you have on it is dial it down the first thing yeah. you need to do before you get to airport yeah. is dial your brain down and that's really important <laughs> but we're just in a panic half the time uh, remembering you know to do this well, with the cats also, and do that and this and have you got this and we you yeah, know you're always also, running late 
leading up to a big flight, you're sometimes on a downer just because you know it's going to be dreadful. So uh, it's all about choosing your attitude, which is something that I say to myself all the time. But um, you just have to get into a different headspace. And so that's why I've got all these other things, ideas to do. So that if you're a sort of person that can logically slot in your timings for doing different things, that will help you build up to the flight as far as, okay, it's not going to be too bad. I know I'm going to get up and walk around. I mean, Air New Zealand crew are fabulous for midnight chit chats. So go for a walk, go to the loo, take an hour, stand down the back, have a cup of tea and a natter, walk up and down, do a few more laps and then return to your seat. I mean, that passes a good amount of time. I love it, Megan. Thank you so much. Megan's got more tips at her website, as I mentioned, blogger at large.com.